In 2021, Brandon Pierce competed in Eagle Works and won both third place in the Rural Reimagine Prize. This year, he came back, impressed our judges with his work and dedication, and won the grand prize. Tell me a little bit about Pure Legacy Future Innovators. I know you've been working on this for a few years. Well, if I go back to the origination, the reason it's, the reason it's Pure Legacy Future Innovators is originally I'd, I'd hit a part of my life that I wondered what else was out there. And there was a business competition before I came to Tennessee Tech at the prior college that I entered. Sadly, I didn't win first, I didn't win second, I didn't win third, but I won the Will Klaus Maverick Award. I left there a little disappointed because not of just not winning, it was just that like I had spent so much time and so much effort and late nights looking into it. And that actually, that startup actually led to meetings with sustainability directors for Nashville, uh, Knoxville, and I could go on. But I had took that startup and that competition and got entered into the Launch Tennessee Student Business Mentorship Program. It was a year-long program, five different panels, and it was to both develop the entrepreneur as well as the startup and its target market and all of its presentations. Well, fast forward, I moved to Tennessee Tech because Launch Tennessee said, hey, with your idea of your startup and what you want as your future, Tennessee Tech has the ability with interdisciplinary studies to let you not, not completely customize, but have a good control of the classes that you would want and need to push both your startup forward and yourself. Well, I went to close a deal and was working through all the um, the international uh, licensing and all of that, and turns out that I was lied to. I had got my first hard stomp in the world of entrepreneurship that people will take advantage of you. They will lie. They will, will, they will misrepresent. And I was stuck at a moment that I had, I had came from one spot before, and now I was at a spot that all that work had done nothing. I didn't make money. I poured in time. I had took time off for meetings. I'd lost the money that I could have made. And uh, the gentleman that was my uh, mentor through the Launch Tennessee program, um, and still to the day, he looked at me and said, this is your first lesson. But it's what you do from here that will decide whether all of that prior work is for nothing or not. That startup may never come back around, but the work that you've done to develop yourself and develop how you think and see these opportunities is what will be worth it. Well, when COVID hit, I was still at the old college and I planned on presenting Future Innovators, a nonprofit. Well, at the time, it wasn't a nonprofit, but the Eagle Works in uh, last year helped me see the better side to it being a nonprofit. And I had planned it and prepared and COVID removed that. And I didn't ever get to present it. Well, that summer, um, I was already planning on switching to Tennessee Tech. I uh, ran across a, a family with a little boy. I was doing my job as a moving company and um, the little boy was very... He was kind of very shy, very quiet, but he was on his iPad making different beats and building stuff through apps. And the grandpa mentioned that he always had ideas, but he didn't really know what to do to help him because he was like, I can do woodwork, but his stuff is more than I can do. Well, I had been looking into future innovators um, as, an, as an idea and was still working the other startup. It was just something that I wanted to do also for helping kids like myself that had ideas, but didn't really know where to go or the parents didn't know where to go or find. And I had uh, connected with a professor at the old college, um, connected with some students and set the little boy up with a tutor for STEM education and uh, bought STEM um, kits. And the little boy just just flourished. I mean, on other interviews, I'd, I mentioned how the mom explained the scene. But to now, it's just looking back that like it was just there all along. He just needed something to push him forward. He needed someone to put something in his life 
And from that moment forward, I knew that I was going to do that. Well, when the other startup failed, that was when I realized, hey, this is not just something to do on the side. This is something that will make a difference. And I don't have to worry about what's out there. I just have to worry about what I can do to advance my company. And so I continued into the Eagle Works competition. I placed third place and uh, won the other award. And um, I think that was either, I can't remember the timeline off the top of my head. I think that was either before or after placing as a Tennessee regional finalist for the Global Student Entrepreneurs Award competition. And I don't, I don't know the best way to say it looking at it now for the question. But back last year after those competitions, I had my second TV interview. And I'd like to say this, um, a lot of people think awards and goals and, you know, reaching career spots brings you happiness. It doesn't always, you can be happy with that, but still battle things. Well, it was, it was about three months after that TV interview, it was a mental health awareness day or however that timeline lined up. And I had just made a post because I had a lot of friends that were struggling. I was struggling, but I kept it hidden because um, I didn't want nobody to see that. And um, I basically had a, uh, a mental breakdown before going to that TV interview. And I get emotional about it now because of this year and winning the um, first place. I had the mental breakdown, cleared myself up, went in, and no one knew. No one knew until I said something. I just uh, lost an uncle back in November that previous year. And it was kind of like that moment was like, wow, I'm here. Well, then the Eagle Works competition rolled around this year. And before I uh, kind of put it out there as a mental health awareness post, um, I had a lot of close friends that knew and family and they kept telling me, they kept telling me, you're going to have to slow down. You're going to have to take a step back. You're going to have to think about the future and your well-being. And my answer was, is I can't slow down. I can't stop. I can't stop doing a job to pay for my bills in college. I can't stop doing college. I'm close. I can't stop the startup I'm building. And I just kept pushing and pushing and it was hard it was rough i've done i've done more all-nighters this year combined so far than last year in total and then uh, the little boy had called me before the eagle works competition just to wish me good luck and it it meant the world so i stood on the stage and i was trying to hold it because it wasn't uh it wasn't bad it was just that i was so happy and so thankful to be there that my senior year and it was just, it was overwhelming because I was there. I came this far. I had done what I didn't think would be possible to continue pushing, to continue finding a way to help kids, no matter the cost, no matter paying $3,000 out of my pocket, no matter getting prizes donated in 2021 from amazing local businesses in my hometown to raise money. I kept on and I had, I seen no end because I knew what I could keep doing. And a lot of people had um, asked even before the, I made the post of the mental health awareness of, well, why not, why not just wait until after college? Why not, you know, not, don't have too much on your plate. You're stressed out. You have a lot going. Why not just wait? And so before it was, why not just wait? Why not just focus on the things right now, your job and your degree? And I would say, why should I wait? This is the building years that I have the opportunity of, um, of, of competitions like Eagle Works and competitions um, like Research Day this year to show that, to research it, and not just to show what I'm doing or show what's there, but to get feedback from people that have far more experience, that have far more knowledge, that have far more researches and years of developing any company 
why should I wait when now is the time to find that guidance, to find those resources, to find the opportunities to not just show a presentation, but to be able to gather the feedback. And looking back now, it was like I can see in the timeline the jumps, the changes. I mean, from I want to say within the month of last year between the um, Global Student Entrepreneurship Boards competition and EagleWorks, there was a big change there because I got feedback of, hey, why do it as a tutoring company? Yes, to hire college students and provide the service when you could do it as a nonprofit and work into that way to where that need is stated in your presentation, but in a way to where there's more opportunity for others to be involved in HILT versus, you know, yeah, charging, charging the lowest amount of tutoring versus provide the help. And I'd always wanted to do it for free, but I knew that it would be hard trying to have, you know, pay the college students or find that money. And it was just that, that moment of, wow, what I thought would be impossible to do it completely free is actually the best way. And it was because of competitions like EagleWorks and other competitions and feedback from the professors and the time that I took to gather that and to build. And what I'd learned was that you can't just have a company and be set in stone. Industries change, economy changes, whatever it may be changed, competition enters. You've got to take the time as it is and know, yeah, I may be doing this with a lot of my plate, but like my, my, my now started, officially started Future Innovators in 2020. In 2022, I'm here. And um, it's just been a really amazing journey. It's been amazing to look back on the feedback and the friends that I made in those short moments and just the ways that it made me relook at my startup and how I could take advice and find other people to help me with that advice or find them to help me advice of how to build a bridgeway into doing something that it takes two parts. And so no matter what, it was just that I could have stopped at any time and no one has said anything. I would have been, you know, could have said, I have a lot on my plate. I have too much. I have college exams, but I'd done it knowing that if I do it now with the resources, I would be thankful when it's all reaching even more heights. Granted, you know, in the future, I'd love to be able to do STEM events at all kinds of schools. I mean, to be able to do like to this morning, I went to uh, two kindergarten classrooms and um, done just a demonstration and gave the kids free STEM kits to take home. And as much as that means to me still now, the feeling of the first child that was tutored, the feeling of the first STEM event, the feeling of the first STEM event at the uh, Oakley STEM Center at Tennessee Tech was just so heightened and so high level that, yeah, I could have a thousand kids and that would be amazing. But what got me there was that first moment of seeing what it could be and how amazing it could be to not just be a talented individual, not just have a brilliant idea, not to just do it, but to do it in a way that provides good to others in more ways that money can never buy. I love all of that. I've worked with you and talked to you through so much of this over the last two years and your passion, like it just comes through so much. And I know it did with our judges too. You mentioned how the feedback from the judges in 2021 kind of guided what you moved forward with. Can you just like touch on that a little bit more? Yeah. And I actually had printed off all the feedback stuff and kept it. Now I don't have that with me because I'm not in my apartment in Knoxville. But the feedback was kind of the, the idea of you got to be able to diverse yourself with college professors and other organizations that I'm, you're not going to be able to tackle it alone. And you see that. But it's also that instead of comparing myself 
to other competitors that are already at a distance and charging more, it was that when I, I could charge less, but what I could do is get involved with organizations in my hometown to provide these STEM events at local communities, at local community centers, at free um, one-on-one tutoring. So instead of just trying to be a better in a better company in that industry and just be out competitors, not in a sense of beating them out, but just be as a better option by lower monthly tutoring, uh, being in Carter County to where uh, those other companies are at a distance and don't come here. It's not, their feedback was not about being the better option on the board, but being the option that's needed for my target market. And that's what hit me. I was so worried of presenting myself to judges of, I'm, I do this better. I have a lower price here. Um, I don't have parents drive a large amount. I provide X, Y, and Z type STEM tutoring when these companies don't provide Y and Z. And their feedback was, don't just look at yourself against competitors to be the better option, but be the best option for the target market that you are in. You can charge less than those people there, but at the end of the day, it still comes down to your company having the staffing, having this money to pay for them, having a building or a company to let you use the building. At the end of the day, it comes down to where I'm at with my company, where my target market focus is. So I can be a better option on paper than those competitors. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean I'm still going to be the best company. I'm still not going to be able to achieve the goals just by being the better option in a competitor analysis. That I need to be the best option for what it is on my target market to achieve the goals and forget comparing myself to another company, compare myself to what I want to do in the future. And then three months down the road, compare myself there where I was three months before and see what adjustments can be made to take that three month leap into a a larger leap and continue to grow. But their feedback was never think you're done growing and you've got it down. You can build that house and a storm come through as an analysis. And so that really showed me that it wasn't about just in a presentation showing why I'm the better option of the industry I am or showing why my my price is cheaper. It was about showing not to just the judges in a competition, but to the community, to the other organizations, to parents of why I'm a valuable option for their kids having STEM tutoring, that I'm here to see the needs in many diverse ways for one targeted area to where I can help that area in the way they need it, not help them in the way that other competitors help that area because that area is totally different. And it just really clicked with me from the feedback on that and the previous feedback from other competitions that I was self, I was very rooted in the idea of being the best looking version of the company in the industry I'm at when I just needed to be the best best company in general for the area of my focus. And it don't matter what the other ones are doing now. Yeah. Look at what they're doing. Adjust it to your market. Look at how they built their company, adjust it to your market, but it's looking for resources, looking for knowledge, looking for ideas, looking for people to collaborate with someone who sees like the Carter County drug prevention, who's seen the benefit. And it's like, I would love to be able to help you. They helped me be able to provide STEM events in um, at four events downtown for a first Friday event in Elizabeth. They provided me a way to store STEM materials in their center. So those kids that are there have those, um, those STEM kits to play with. They provided me opportunities to come in after hours and do free one-on-one tutoring. 
They've provided me the ability to use their center to do a large STEM, um, STEM event with, I think, almost like roughly 20, maybe less than 30 kids. And it was just that feedback. Had I not got that feedback and listened and set in thoughts of what that looked like to apply that, I could have missed out on all of the growth in what was a year just by thinking of the focus. Like, I mean, there's a lot of industries that you have to be better than those competitors. But at the same time of being better, you have to provide a value for the people that you would love to have as customers and know why it is that they would pick you, whether you're $10 cheaper or whether you're $10 more. Or in my situation, in an area that I'm at, why they would want to be involved, um, have their kids involved for it being completely free. Because I mean, you can provide it free. It doesn't mean that there will always be large amounts of involvement. But the feedback was focus on the needs, the desires, and the collaboration in your target market and build from there with feedback from any resource that you can get to help you see areas you won't see. And that's the one thing that since I was young, I never wanted to think I knew it all. I always wanted to say, hey, here's here's what I do know, but here's what I don't know enough. I know 80% about it, but it's that 20% that can mess me up. Or, hey, here's something that I know nothing at all and I need guidance, I need advice. And it's just that honest that honest thing of just saying, I need help in that company as a startup, whether it's the startup company, the idea of the startup, whether it's after the competition and they gave feedback and you talk to a judge like I have and said, hey, you gave me this feedback. What's some ways or that I could do to look into this or what's a company I should look at to compare? And it's taking the feedback, but then thinking about what questions you need to, in order to apply that feedback and do it to proceed forward in a way that betters your idea, that betters your startup. And so it's just in general, you can have feedback for one thing and it provides five different things that you didn't see to make that idea or that startup company better. Talking about like being able to pivot and everything and like rethink what you're doing. It's so important. Like learning that lesson now is so helpful. So I'm really glad that that's been helpful. Beyond the judge feedback, I know you've came to or watched some of the workshops as your schedule allowed you to, because again, you were doing a hundred things while you were getting ready for the competition, especially this year, what was the most helpful? Like, was it workshops? Was it just reaching out for help when you needed it? Like just some of the resources you used specifically at tech. Honestly, from friends that have done competition at other colleges, and speaking with them about their college, their college or the competitions, they say that they wish the competitions was set up like Tennessee Tech for ways to have those workshops before. The prior competition I had done at another college, I didn't have the workshops. I submitted papers, they reviewed it, they sent it back, and that was it. I didn't get the chance to have the opportunity to work with other students that may like my idea or our ideas work together. I mean, because in Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that you all like, you know, invite students to where if they find people that have an idea, they can work together. Mm -hmm. I've had friends that never had that. Um, I mean, even professors that I've emailed, you know, the first year I competed in Eagle Works, I said, hey, I'm competing in Eagle Works. I really need some feedback and your classes that you teach would help that. They were open to it. I've even talked to, you know, the director of the Oakley STEM Center. He provided feedback. And so Eagle Works is really setting up a way to where the university as a whole and the community, like the judges that came in, see what these ideas can do to students to where it motivates them, whether it provides a future business, whether it provides a new 
opportunity to change something in the community or that in Cookville or like, for example, myself in my hometown community. And so it's really, it's not just one thing of the Eagle Works competition. It's, it's as a whole for the Eagle Works competitions, but it's also how Tennessee Tech really lives what they say. They live that ability to be what a student needs. And then also kind of like seeing the ways that other competitors um, ask questions. I never got to see that in other competitions. I never, I mean, I placed as a Tennessee regional finalist in the Global Student Entrepreneurship Awards competition. Anybody that presented before me, I didn't get to see their presentation. I didn't get to see the feedback that the judges that gave to them. I got to see people after me because we stay on. But then I was like, well, this is nice feedback. What about this company? This name and their description is really, would really kind of help me have feedback on a different area. And so like, you know, both last year online and this year in person, I was able to see the feedback that other judges gave. I was able to see about one of the competitors that had apps. And then it gave me an idea of like, wow, that's an easy solution for something I've been trying to figure out. I was able to see, um, the way that others presented certain things and go, wow, that is a really cool slide or that's a really um, cool way to describe what they're trying to do and present that. That's a really um, awesome way. Cause like, I think the name was barn owl this year. I, I, I knew of like, you know, people tear down barns all the time and sell them the wood for money, but they had an idea to sell, to, t- to help somebody in a situation, provide them a way to have that money and that, um, that barn removed. But then they made a business out of helping someone not in a way just to make money, but to make a product that was meaningful to where even the homeowner got a piece of that barn as furniture. And it gave me crazy ideas of just seeing other people, not ideas for new, new businesses, ideas of way to kind of adjust things with mine. And so seeing some person's excitement and their passion and their desire to do that startup helps me. And, you know, like I'd said, I'd spoke with friends from other competitions that had done it at other universities and they were like, wow, that is way different than what I've done and so much better. And so it's really just EagleWorks as a whole, plus just the atmosphere and the environment of Tennessee Tech being there truly for the students. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> um, uh, I had no idea with other competitions that like they don't do workshops and stuff. That's, that's I mean, crazy to me. Like the, the Global Student Entrepreneurship Competition, they had workshops, but it was me individually with the coach. It was like the mentor they assigned. Gotcha. Um, the Launch Tennessee one back in 2019, I, my workshops was just the meeting with the mentor. Now, I got to see the other team's presentations and the feedback, but I didn't have the workshops. Those workshops, and I mean, you know, let's say, for example, like, my first competition ever, um, it was, I started the paperwork in 2018, competed 2019 for, in May. I submitted a business plan that was never read. I even asked in the competition, you know, that, that question you asked was there on that page. Did you happen to read it? And there was no answer. I've never felt that way at either of the Eagle Work competitions. The judges had looked at everything ahead of time. I mean, this year, I thought it was awesome that we presented a presentation for it to be able to be online and both viewed by um, the judges and had the way for them to view other resources. And they knew of our company before we presented. They wasn't the first time. And that's just absolutely amazing. And I mean, I could, you know, describe other ways, but I mean, imagine if you have a freshman come in and he's just full of ideas, but he doesn't know which one to pick. With your all set up with those workshops, he can walk in and 
kind of look at everybody that's there, make some friends. But what he may find is someone else that has the same idea as him and they work together. Because in, in, in the world of startups, it's about finding a team that sees the end goal. And I mean, a lot of startups don't have money, you know, there. I mean, you might be able to get family money. You might be able to get donations. You might be able to have a really good idea or an app or product to get it. But a lot of time in that idea phase, you're doing it as the passion is there. And so in other competitions, I never had a way to, you know, even connect with another competitor and say, hey, we would work really good together. Would you like to do a phone call? I didn't have the time to do that before the competition. With you all, somebody that may not want to be the speaker, but has really good um, skills with making a presentation or making a, a video, can work with someone else that um, has that ability. You might have someone who has ideas, but they don't know how to make the business plan or how to present it in a SWOT analysis, and they meet somebody. And so with your all's workshops, you provide, I mean, almost an incubator in a sense at Tennessee Tech for students to connect with other students, and it flourish to where people can build a team of two, three, five. I think there was a team of like, what, five or seven um, that competed this year. I, I mean, I wonder if they knew each other before, but even if they didn't, I've never seen that many people on a team and it speaks to itself about the workshops because, I mean, you have an idea, people get upset, they walk away, they're doing it on their own versus in your all's workshops, they get help, but they get guidance, they get the ability to have questions, they get the ability to brainstorm while other teams are brainstorming and it just creates an environment that's just, just electrifying, whether, you know, the individuals that live in Cook like myself that was in Knoxville and it's just amazing and whole that I couldn't pick just one workshop. It's just the way it's set up in general. For anyone who's thinking about competing in Eagle Works, what's your best advice? What's something they should absolutely know about it? That one just makes so many things. Um, obviously, it works. I mean, you should know that. Obviously, it works. I competed last year. And some people may get, you know, like, I mean, if you look at sports, some people get, you know, enter a sport, don't win, and then they just stop. I could have, you know, been upset, but I wasn't. I was excited for the opportunity to present last year. I was excited for the feedback that I received. And whether I placed third last year or whether I didn't place at all, I would have competed again this year because I took the feedback and it meant something for pushing me forward. So whether you win your first time competing in Eagle Works. Um, or not, whether you win second place or not. If it's something, if your idea is something you're passionate about, compete again. Now, I know, um, I believe, like, you know, someone wins first place, you can't compete again, from my understanding. I would, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, let's say that you, like, I, for me last year, I placed third. I could have been like, oh, awesome. This kind of just gives me the ability to go and do this. No, I took an idea and progressed it to, and to next step, to next step, to next step. And along that process, the Eagle Works competition, both last year and this year, took me to a better step forward. So whether you don't place at all or you place um, and win prizes, compete again the following year because you only see a double return on being involved in the Eagle Works, not just one time, but twice. And so, like, if anybody's considering of competing, message, um, you know, um, the, the Eagle Works department, yourself, uh, Michael. Um, I always worry about mispronouncing your last name, so I apologize. Um, message, message them and, you know, ask them questions of ways to look at last year's videos. I've done that. I, you know, when I was looking at competing last year, I looked at videos from last year. Um, you know, and, if, you know, ask about different ideas. You know, has people used this idea before? 
what do you think about this or any challenges? Is there a professor that I could speak to? And honestly, if you want to compete, plan ahead. I mean, the more planning you do for the Eagle Works, the better you're that the better that those workshops are going to take you to an entirely, entirely new height by planning ahead and going to the workshops. Don't just go to the workshops to go to the workshops. Go to the workshops with intention of questions pre-wrote down, things that you're curious about including, and take notes. Don't just go there to go there with the idea of like, oh, this, you know, this will be, this will be fine. I'll get to meet people. Go there with the idea of that I have questions that I know I need help with where I have ideas that I need to see how that works in the competition. Because when you go into Eagle Works, you're going to get a, a return on that time that's going to push you forward, whether it's personally, whether it's with the startup, or whether it's you know ideas to go forward with. But if you go in there planning and talking to people and go in there with intention of a list of questions, for example, you're only going to see a doubled return by planning ahead of time, by talking with the Eagle Works department to know um, what you could bring as questions, what they're going to focus about. And it's, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it. So do it. Awesome. And then last question for me, what's next for you and for future innovators? Um, What's next really is right now, my biggest focus is providing STEM events throughout summer in Carter County. Um, I've done, you know, um, a STEM demonstration with a, a classroom of kindergartners um, this morning to kind of get them excited for summer. Next step is uh, working on building, uh, you know, uh, becoming a charitable organization to follow the stepping process to become a 501c3. As, and, and during that process, identifying grants, um, we've got an LOI from three after school programs for a new target market to enter. And so really, it's just providing STEM events, enjoying how exciting it is for kids and while we're enjoying it, you know, building forward to getting, you know, a grant to help us pay college students to where I can you know, pay hourly or scholarships, um, but also would love to get to where um, high school students there. I've got uh, two brothers. They are extremely talented. Um, one of them is, I think, a year or two younger. He had built this Bluetooth wooden speaker stem kit in a matter of minutes. And I said, hey, would you love to be able to work with me with, um, with little kids and help them? I'll, I'll, I'll pay you out of my pocket. And when I get grants, I'll, I will get confirmation um, and different things and set up scholarships. And of course, you know, I spoke with his parents and his parents thought that was amazing. And I met his older brother who also was talented. And so really looking at them when I met them of how I could work with high school students to help little kids and help them find a way to college. You know, like um, I relate with, the, with the, the little boy and his older brother because I was in a situation that when I was entering college, I didn't know how I was going to afford it. My freshman year, I worked two jobs to be able to go to college because I came from that background. And so seeing that and seeing his talent, I was like, I made this company for this reason to provide opportunities no matter what age. So I'd love to be able to get grants to take it to new heights. I'd love to be able to get the board of directors, but whether that happens three months from now or that happens nine months from now, the goal is still to just provide opportunities, resources, and materials in any setting, private, um, free tutoring, you know, um, events, working with organizations. So what's next is just continue to do what we've been doing, but do it in ways that are advancing it forward with feedback we've received with, um, with organizations that um, want to help us, you know, with the after school programs and getting into that. Um, the long-term goal is I'd love to be able to get, you know, of course, a grant, but sponsorship or you know, partnerships from companies like Tennessee STEM Innovation Network. I would love to be able to 
um, take future innovators as a way for me to be a advocate for um, students in my uh, hometown to where I make them um, them and the parents aware of Tennessee Tech and the opportunities it provides. That's where I can show, hey, I was able to go from not enjoying college and just wanting to be able to get my degree and get out to I entered the Eagle Works competition after other competitions. And yeah, I won prize money in those, but they didn't give me the excitement that Eagle Works did to where now I was eager to go and take a nonprofit class at 6, 630 at night after getting off work every Tuesday. I was excited to take these other classes. It, it refilled my excitement to learn because I knew I was learning to make something go forward for the goals that I want. And so whatever the future holds, I'm going to work for it. But I know that this is something I just can't stop doing. If I, if I were to have a heart attack, I'd still be right here, no matter the cost, because this is, this, is more than, this is more than money for me. This is what I wanted as a kid. And it's something that I know that I won't just stand there and not provide it knowing that I can. And so future goals is just to be able to reach kids in any way, small setting, large settings in schools and community events, and just be able to provide what Future Innovators is meant to do. Anything else you want to add? Well, if there's anybody out there that's looking at competing next year, you know, like I said, if you're thinking about it, do it. If you're looking for feedback, obviously message them. I mean, you're welcome to message me. I'm not, I don't have as much knowledge as they do to be able to guide you. But if you're looking at ways to grow your talent, say you want to start a startup, but you want to weigh to make a business plan or make something. I'm looking for ways to have people as interns, whether it's just your goal is to get resume experience for a job or your goal is to, you know, kind of give yourself experience to start your own idea. That, um, reach out to me. I'm looking for any help. If you're an education major and you would love to see um, what we're doing to maybe get your foot into doors um, with local schools, whether it be in Cookville or however, I'd love to be able to see how I could work something out to give you different experience because, what I want to add here of saying that for interns, you know, because um, I mean, obviously it helped my company, but the reason I say it is that when I was looking at this before I started it, people told me, just wait till after college, you have too much on your plate. Had I waited to gain the experience, had I waited to gain the resources, had I waited to gain the feedback and done all of this, I wouldn't be here excited about next week in ways I am. I wouldn't be here excited about summer in ways I am and not just vacations not just lake trips with friends, but had I waited to do something that I wanted to do and knew that it would make a difference from job, not just me, I don't know what I would really be doing right now at this moment. I mean, I'm in my hometown, but I don't really know what I'd be doing. And so never just wait on something because you can wait on it and still make it happen. But imagine like the analysis of a penny a day and doubling it, what that looks at long-term what compound interest looks like long-term and apply that to what your idea may be for Eagle Works and do it. What it might be for getting extra experiment, um, experience in your desired career field. Or let's say that, let's say that you have a person who wants to start some type of business, finding that experience that's outside of your current job that pays the bills and doing it five hours a week. Imagine where you'll be by the time you graduate, whether you're a freshman or a junior or a senior. And so my advice is, is honestly, Future of the Innovators mission statement is to engage, educate, and advance the skill sets of tomorrow's uh, future innovators. But my advice of that, of what that meant was, you're never too young and it's never too early to do something that will make a difference in your life or others. So never wait, chase the dreams. It's disappointing 
pivot don't happen. It's disappointing to lose. It's disappointing to spend as much time I did with a startup that collapsed that could have been very large amounts of money. But had I not done that startup and took that leap, I wouldn't be here for something that was horrible to experience and lose that time, that effort, that money. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have had the ability to know that, hey, Eagle Works is here. I need to check out the workshops. I need to check out what their advice is. I need to talk to professors. I would have never known because I'd have never done it before. And I would have started late and been behind the eight ball, per se. But never wait on your dreams. Never wait on the desires of something you know you would enjoy. Go after it. Whatever the cost is temporarily in that first three months, that six months, that nine months, that year. I could have, I could have competed in EagleWorks 2021 and been content and just went along with my company. But I wasn't content. I liked the feedback. I knew that feedback was from someone more knowledgeable than myself. And it took me somewhere. And yeah, I can say of the accomplishments from 2021 to this year's EagleWorks. But had it not been for that first EagleWorks, I would not have been first place this year because of what it provided me to see that I couldn't see myself. But it's also one of those things that milestones are just milestones. They get you to the destination you're going. It's awesome to have those. It's awesome to have the awards. But all it does is really set you up for the next great excess where you don't have to be content. You can chase the wildest dreams. And Eagle Works, as you can see, you can Google search Pure Legacy Future Innovators. And without Eagle Works, all those videos, those TV interviews wouldn't be there had I not just took the chance and competed the first time and gained the feedback and gained the excitement of how Eagle Works is set up different than any other competition. So do it. Don't wait. Don't think on it and think on it. Think on it with someone who can give you the guidance and advice and the Eagle Works competition can do that.